Welcome to the Creators Corner, the number one place to get creative, get strategic and to get results. I'm your host Jade Beeson and I'm here with you today for another podcast episode. I don't know why, I think I need to figure out a new thing to say after I say my like initial strapline part because obviously I'm here with a new podcast episode. You guys clicked on this episode, you know what this is. <laughs> I need to figure that out, don't worry, watch your space, I'm going to work on that. So. Today I'm going to be talking to you about a hotly discussed topic, why brands won't pay you. This is going to be a tough love episode. I hope you're ready. These are my favourite kind of episodes, I'm not going to lie. Um, I love a tough love episode because we all need a bit of tough love from time to time. Sometimes we just need a bit of a shake from someone who cares about us. You know, you just, you just need someone to sit us down and be like, hun, this ain't it. <laughs> you're missing a trick okay we all need that from time to time well at least I need that on a regular basis pretty much every morning I need someone to do that to me so that's what today's episode is going to be I'm going to be talking about the reasons why brands will not pay you to work with them because there are a lot of creators out there who are having an issue with securing paid brand partnerships I see all the time specifically in the comment section on TikTok (laughs) that is where I can I'm telling you if anyone ever needs to know like what creators are struggling with at the moment, head to the comment section of my TikTok and you'll figure it out. You'll find out. People are so vocal on that platform. I both love it and hate it because when they're vocal and they're mean, then I don't like it. But when they're vocal and it's incredibly useful, then I absolutely love it. (laughs) So I always get a lot of comments and I see similar comments on other people's content as well from people just being like, how are you getting brands to pay you? Like I cannot get a brand to pay me to save my life, right? And it's not just TikTokers who have that problem. Instagrammers have that problem. YouTubers have that problem. Podcasters have that problem, right? People have a problem where they're struggling to get brands to pay them. I'd like to say that I'm very experienced in this area. And not because that's not me saying, oh my God, I always get brands to pay me. That's not what I'm saying. Although I do only work with brands when they pay me. (laughs) What I mean is I've seen this industry from so many different angles. I worked in marketing for eight years, just in case, you know, we're first, we're just meeting and you don't know my background. I worked in marketing for eight years. I worked in-house at different brands. I worked at different agencies all around London. And during that time, I hired, recruited, managed a lot of talent. Sometimes they were influencers, content creators. Sometimes they were celebrities. I worked with a lot of sports stars. Yeah, so I saw it from an agency's perspective for a really long time when it came to the whole asking for money and who we're going to pay and who we're not going to pay, that whole debate. But also I owned some brands once upon a time where they were boutiques and I used to work with influencers and creators to promote my products. And I experienced it from a brand owner's perspective of receiving a lot of pitches from creators asking, you know, for me to pay them for their work and how I would go about figuring out who I was going to work with and who I wouldn't. And then of course I've experienced it from a creator as well as a micro um, influencer, my other Instagram account, which I don't really manage anymore, but you know, it was there for a while. It made us a decent income, especially considering how small it is for a couple of years. And then from the perspective of where I'm at now, where I've got a slightly bigger audience, but I'm still very much having a lot of negotiations with brands when it comes to brand partnerships on a weekly basis. So yeah, I've been in this world for a bit, And I think that gives me a really good perspective on this subject, which is why I think 
any influencers and content creators who are working with brands at the moment or who want to work with brands should really listen up grab a piece of pen and paper if you can you might be like driving or going for a walk if you're going for a walk then get up your notes app or something and if you're driving then you know just listen to this again <laughs> listen to me twice um because I think you're going to want to make some notes here because I'm going to be really breaking it down I'm willing to bet that at least one of these reasons is applicable to you at least one I think I've got I've got quite a few probably about six reasons actually at least one of these is going to be the reason why you are struggling to get brands to pay you okay let's go if I could just pause for one second before I dive just head first I actually have a free masterclass which is my ultimate brand partnerships masterclass I dive so deep into brand partnerships in that masterclass like honestly it's one of the most valuable freebies I've ever created and it's about an hour long and within it I dive deep into how to create the perfect media kit I talk to you about why brands want to work with creators in the first place I give you even more advice in regards to charging for a fee and I tell you exactly how to figure out which brands you should be pitching to because spoiler alert you shouldn't be pitching to every single brand that you come across there's actually a selection process which will allow you to ensure that you're pitching to the right brand so I will leave a link in the show notes so that you can check that out I 100% recommend that you do because it is completely free and very very valuable okay so now I'm ready to dive dive in head first right let's talk about the first reason why you are struggling to get brands to pay for you and this is this is probably the biggest one right your content is not marketable now you might be wondering what on earth is marketable content and you'd be fair to wonder that because it's not like a term that I was going to say it's not a widely used term I don't think it's a term that's used at all I think it's one that I completely made up but I like it because it, it does it does what I need it to do right it explains what I'm referring to marketable content is essentially content which looks like an ad it's content that is super high quality. It's content that shows off a certain product or a certain place, depending on what your niche is, right? It's content which a brand looks at and thinks, I want that creator to produce that for me. They look at your video, they look at your photo and they're like, yeah, I want a bit of that. They know what they're doing. I want them to create a piece of content like that for our brand, okay? And the issue with marketable content and the reason why it's so important is if you do not have content on your social media platform that is marketable in any way, it is going to be very difficult for a brand to want to work with you at all, let alone want to pay you for your content, because they're really going to struggle to understand what they're going to get for for that partnership. They can't envision the type of content that you're going to create because you're not currently creating any content like it. Let me bring this to life a bit more, right? So this is a problem that I see a lot of TikTokers have. It's a problem that people have regardless of what platform you're on, but I see a lot on TikTok. And how it's come about is there may be a TikToker who creates very random content, but their audience love it. So there's no real niche, which is not the problem here, but there's no real niche. um, And there's no real like specific audience group they're targeting. They just make very random TikToks. Sometimes they're funny, sometimes they're relatable. And every now and then their TikToks blow up, which means that they have managed to acquire a huge following. The problem here is that none of these TikToks are TikToks that they would create as part of a partnership. So at no point are they kind of talking about a brand that they just found. At no point are they kind of talking about a restaurant that they just went to. Whatever brand category that they want to target, they're not actually already creating content that would work for that brand category. So this is a problem. And a lot of the time this problem comes from creators not already having a good idea of the type of brands they want to work with in the first place. 
So if you ask yourself like, all right, so who should I pitch to? Like what type of products or services do you think I can promote to my audience? Like what do I think my audience would want to hear recommendations on from me? And if you're drawing a blank to the answer to that question, then that's your problem, right? You don't actually know what type of product or service you can talk about on your platform that would make sense and that would appeal to your audience. And brands can see that too. Okay, they can look at your content and think this isn't marketable. There isn't anything here where I'm like, okay, so that's the type of content they would create for me. And when that happens, and when they're struggling to see that link, then you're going to really struggle to get them to pay for your content. Also, another thing worth noting before I move on from that point is another way that your content may not be marketable is if it's very controversial or if it includes excessive like profanity and swear words. I'm not going to tell you not to include swear words in your content. I actually much prefer watching creators who swear. I, for some reason, it I find it more relatable. <laughs> so I'm not saying don't swear if that's your brand, if that's you, if that's authentic to you, then sure, do it. Just be aware that excessive profanity will mean that some brands might not want to work with you. Controversial content, on the other hand, I mean... If you want to create controversial content, then you need to know that a lot of brands aren't going to work with you. And that's just kind of how things are. And please note that when I say controversial, I don't mean um, kind of making it clear where you stand on certain human rights and, and you know, what political party you are. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about truly controversial content, which you know is going to upset people. You need to know that when a brand works with you, they are aligning themselves with your own personal brand. So if they do not agree with some of the things that you are talking about, they will not want to align themselves with you. Okay, so another reason why brands may not be paying you is because you're not asking for a fee. My mum always says, if you don't ask, you don't receive. That is, I've carried that with me through my entire life. If you do not ask, you do not receive. If you are not asking brands to pay you for your content, there's a big chance they're not going to pay you. It's rare that a brand immediately says, hey, I'm going to pay you X amount without you having to ask if they have a budget or without you submitting your rates to them. The reason for that is pretty simple. If a brand thinks that they can get a partnership from you for free, then they're going to try and get that partnership for free. I feel the same way with things like promotions at work. Like I always used to say, it's so rare that a company is just going to decide to give you more money. <laughs> without you asking for it even if you deserve it it's super rare that a company is going to be like hey do you know what I'm going to give you more money apart from like your standard raises that maybe are in your contract it's rare that a, that a company is going to be like do you know what I'm going to give you more money and a, and a better title a lot of the time you've got arcs for it and if they do just decide to give you a promotion more money there's a chance that you're probably overdue for that and if you ask you probably could have got it a year earlier my personal opinion you can tell what I used to be like at my job. Um, <laughs> so you need to ask for a fee if you want a fee. A really important tip here is to always make sure that you have sold your value before you've asked for a fee. That's just a basic tip. Never just go in demanding money because they're not, you haven't sold your value yet. They're not, you know, super excited to work with you yet. So just wait. And if you want more information on how you can sell your value, then I really recommend checking out that free masterclass that I spoke to you about. Link is in the show notes. Creators, I have something for you. If you create content online as a way for you to grow your influence or to promote a business, then I have the only resource you will ever need. The Creators Club is a membership club I developed to help creators thrive online. 
The club features masterclasses covering a whole range of topics from YouTube SEO to Instagram Reels and so much more. And these masterclasses are updated on a monthly basis. The club also includes monthly live Q&A sessions with yours truly, in addition to other industry experts such as Facebook ads experts or tax advisors. Members of the club also get access to a whole bank of resources such as content calendars. And my favorite part is that all members of the club are part of a private Facebook community where we all hang out and help each other thrive online. If you join the Creators Club now, you'll receive instant access to the whole bank of masterclasses in addition to all of the resources and the ability to watch previous Q&A sessions. So you literally will have so much content for you to binge so that you can immediately make changes to your own online content strategy and level up. So if you're ready to take your content creation to the next level, head to jadebeeson.com forward slash the creators club. Link will be in the description. I can't wait to see you in there. Okay, so another reason why you may be struggling to get brands to pay you is that your pitch to a brand is not good enough. I told you it was going to be a tough love episode. I used to own a couple of brands, which meant that I was on the receiving end of so many pitch messages. And oh my God, guys, were they bad? Oh my God. They were literally like, I would get messages which just said collab question mark. And I would think, wow, I don't even think you typed out collab question mark. I think you copied and pasted collab question mark and sent it to hundreds of brands. And that was just the lowest amount of effort that I could possibly imagine someone putting into trying to land a brand partnership deal. You want brands to part with their money and actually pay you to promote their product or service. You need to spend some time pitching to them properly. It is the least that you and I could do. It really is. If anything, just do it because it's polite (laughs) over anything else, right? But in the context of trying to get paid, we need to make sure our pitches are good. We can't be sending these copied and pasted messages and and then be confused when someone doesn't offer us a few thousand pounds. We've got to put some effort in, right? So there are a few key elements to a pitch. And to be honest, this could be a whole podcast episode in itself. But the main things you've got to bear in mind here is that the pitch is your opportunity to really sell your value. And you want to make sure it's written well and it's professional and it's personalized. I actually have a bunch of pitch templates, which I've recently updated and they are so effective. They're available to anyone who joins the Creators Club, which is my membership club. As soon as you join, you get instant access to that amongst so many other things, right? But if you are looking for a pitch template, those pitch templates are so good. They're so good that I once got a comment on the Facebook group from a member of the Creators Club who said that she used a pitch template and not only did she get a brand partnership from it, but the brand actually said that it was the best pitch message they'd ever received. (laughs) So Brand actually responded to this member of the Creators Club and said, that was an incredible pitch. That was the best pitch we've ever got. It was very well written. I was very proud of that. So if you want to check them out, they are available to you instantly as soon as you join the club. Okay, so another reason why you may be struggling to get brands to pay you is because you're overcharging. Now, I considered not including this because I am an advocate for charging your worth. And for most creators, they are massively undercharging, not overcharging. So I don't want you to hear this and start second guessing your rates at all. Okay, I'm going to dive a bit deeper into it. But the last thing I want you to do is to start halving your rates to try and get a brand to pay you. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that there are some instances where creators are overcharging and that is what's leading to them getting ghosted by brands and not receiving a paycheck. Now, 
This only occurs for creators who have a very low audience engagement. So we're talking about people on Instagram whose engagement is very, very low for their account size. So for example, you've got 3000 followers on Instagram and your engagement is below 1%, like that's very low. We're talking about people on TikTok who might have 20,000 followers, but their video views top out at 100 per video almost every time, apart from a few viral ones. We're talking about YouTubers who have a thousand subscribers, but each video receives 10 views. So we're talking about creators who have a huge disparity between their following number and how engaged their audience actually are with their content. Because this is pretty much the only time when this problem arises and it's because creators will charge an amount based on their following size and that is it and that is not something that I teach. I recommend that creators charge based on their engagement level and their following size combined okay. When you do that you're able to arrive at a figure that is the right amount for a brand and also for you it's a fair amount for both parties. If you have low engagement or you have low video views, it's unfair to charge a brand a huge fee based on the fact that you might have a big following. Because at the end of the day, if people aren't seeing your content or engaging with your content, then the size of your following is irrelevant. If we have a creator who has 1000 followers on TikTok, but their videos get about 10 views, realistically, the brand is only going to reach 10 people right? It doesn't matter that you have a thousand followers because the video is only going to be seen by 10 people. Alternatively, if we have a TikTok creator who has a thousand followers, but their videos receive 7,000 views, they can probably charge more than someone else who has a thousand followers and doesn't receive a lot of video views. So it works both ways. You can use this to either up your rate or you can use this to balance out your rate a little bit. And I know what you're thinking, how much am I supposed to charge? Everyone's always like, I don't know how much to charge. I have a masterclass which I've recently updated in the Creators Club. If you're in the Creators Club already, it's the masterclass that I uploaded in August 2022 and it is the one called Pitching, Pricing and Media Kits. And within that masterclass, I provide a full breakdown of how much you should be charging on YouTube, TikTok and Instagram based on your follower size, based on your engagement rate, based on what you're offering a brand, all of that stuff. So that information is in there and available to you. I recommend checking it out. It is a hefty masterclass it took like an hour and a half to record it's a fairly long one but it's super detailed and very very valuable and last but certainly not least another reason why brands may not be paying you for your content you might be struggling to get those paid deals is because your audience isn't aligned with the brands that you're speaking to there are more fundamental issues at play here but for the sake of this podcast I want to just kind of break it down in like simplistic terms When a brand wants to work with a creator, they're working with that creator for a few reasons. One of these reasons is that the brand is trying to get access to a creator's audience, right? So let's say I am a new fitness supplement brand. I'm trying to find creators who have an audience of people who would be willing to buy my fitness supplement. Are fitness supplements a thing? Did I just make that up? (laughs) I'm thinking of like, oh my God, I don't even know if that's a thing. (laughs) You know what I mean? Regardless, it's just an example. (laughs) So let's just continue with that example, regardless of whether or not that is actually a real product. So in that example, the audience alignment is incredibly important. 
This is something that's important to every brand. You will not find a brand who will happily work with a creator who has a completely different audience to theirs and just not even bat an eyelid at it and not care at all. That if a brand like that exists, then they need to hire an agency or hire someone to manage their influencer campaigns because they will be throwing money down the drain, right? So when a brand is looking to work with a creator, they need to ensure that the audience is aligned. And sometimes they ask you for like, you know, a media kit or they might ask you for screenshots of your audience data so that they can see who your audience are. But more often than not, they can kind of tell by the content that you already share. So if using the fitness supplement example again, if you share content all about banking and finance, and you are pitching and negotiating with companies who are trying to sell fitness supplements, you're going to have a hard job getting them to pay you for a partnership because to them, your audience is not aligned, your niches aren't aligned, and therefore they are not convinced that they're going to get the results that they need from this partnership, right? Let's give you another example. Let's say I want to pitch to a brand who specialise in providing comfortable bedding to men in their 70s. Oh, niche, right? Let's say that's the brand that for some reason I've decided I want to pitch to. I could pitch to them. They might respond to me. They might even want to work with me on a free gifted basis. They're not going to pay me though, because what evidence do I have that suggests that I can help them reach a group of men over the age of 70 who are interested in a new bed? Like what what content do I have on my platforms which would suggest that I would help them with that objective? None. I have got no content that would suggest that I would help them reach that that audience group, okay? So obviously it's gonna be really difficult for me to get a fee from them. And that is completely fair, by the way. And I guess this is the point that I kind of wanna conclude on. We have to remember that brands have budgets. Small brands especially have really small budgets. They, you know, they're working really hard for the money that they have. And it's important that, we think about what we can give a brand in return for a partnership rather than purely thinking about what we can get from that brand. So instead of constantly thinking to ourselves, well, why can't we get money from these brands? Why won't this brand pay me? Why don't we flip it and think, well, hold on, what am I going to give this brand that is worth their money? Am I going to give them access to the audience that they're trying to target? Am I going to give them really high quality marketable content, right? Am I going to give them a really well-written pitch? And am I I going to be easy to work with? Is my content going to be high quality? If yes is the answer to all of those questions, then you'll be in a good position when it comes to you negotiating for a fee. I really hope this podcast episode helped you guys. As I mentioned, I've got so many resources that will help you with this specific subject. So do check out the show notes and be sure to follow me on Instagram at Jade Beeson, TikTok Jade underscore Beeson and YouTube Jade Beeson. You guessed it. It's my name again. Thank you for listening, guys. I'll see you in the next episode.